everyone. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Number Two Show. We're so happy to have you here. Yeah. <laughs> happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year, or Freues Neues, yeah. as they say here in Germany. We're wishing you all a happy poo year. Yes. Yeah. I hope you all had some really good festive shits over the festive period. Yeah, did you? I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised... I mean, I was pooping more than normal, which isn't so surprising because I was eating more. But it was like three times a day. Damn. Yeah. Me too, lately. Yeah? yeah, I've been pooping like three to five times a day and I'm a once a day. What? Yeah. It's obnoxious at this point. <laughs> pooping feels great. So if you get to do it five times a day, that's great. Does it? You don't think pooping feels great? No, I mean, yeah, it does. But it's just kind of like, uh, you know, it's... Yeah. I guess it's not fun because you have to, like, sit there and wait for it to happen. And then the cleanup, my God. (laughs) And do you have any other poo updates? No. Okay, great. I I thought I did, but then maybe I don't. I think I've just been pooping a lot. Okay. Well, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. I did have a a ghost poo the other day where I wiped and nothing was on there. That's the dream. Yeah, it is the dream. That's what we all hope for every Mm. morning. And actually, with this episode where we talk about how to have the perfect poo. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should have called it how to have a ghost poo. (gasps) Ghost poo goals? Ghost poo goals. (laughs) (laughs) I do have an update for you from our last episode when I was telling you about worms in a suit (laughs) that just, like, made up a human body. How could I forget? Yes, the worm suit. (laughs) Okay, well, I had put a call out in that episode. I was like, does anyone know what the fuck I'm talking about or am I going nuts? And my friend Esther, shout out to her because she messaged me yesterday saying... It is from The Nightmare Before Christmas. So I didn't make it up. So So happy for you. Thank you. You're not crazy. (laughs) I know. It's such a good feeling. And I'm so fucking happy that she wrote me and told me what it was. So sorry, The Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah. Educate yourself, Liam. (laughs) (laughs) I have tried watching that so many times. I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. Really? Yeah. So maybe I never got to the worm suit part. Jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think it's at the end. It turns out, I mean, spoiler alert, but the bad guy (laughs) who is like in a burlap sack suit thing is just full of worms. That's like all that he's made out of. Ew. He's just like evil. Ew. Yeah, it's super gross. Oh. Speaking of worms, this is a bit of a side note. <laughs> maybe we'll do a separate episode on it. But did you ever hear that like maybe it's an urban myth about like tapeworms? Oh my god. About they're how, real. Yeah, no, no, I know they're real but apparently that like once you have them if you want to get rid of it you starve it <gasps> and then you put like food in your mouth and it will come up. <laughs> no, 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 no. That can't be true, right? But we used to like believe that and I think I mean, I don't know if they still do but last time I checked doctors prescribe tapeworms to people. Uh, I don't why? know if it's to like lose weight, I think. Oh. The tapeworm eats all the poop and then you just like take some medicine and it kills the tapeworm and you Fuck. shit it out. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is disgusting. Okay. So, Lan, did you hear about what happened at the National Chinese Chess Tournament in December? No, I didn't. What happened? So, the winner, his name was Yan Chenglong. I really hope I'm saying that right. He was stripped of his title and banned from playing at the tournament for a whole year because people are saying that he was cheating by using anal beads that had wireless transmitters. What? Yes. Yeah, so he would have to, like, clench and unclench to communicate information about the chessboard that he was playing in front of. It would then send back instructions to him, so what moves to make in the form of vibrations. That's incredible. It's incredible. But then it just gets worse because he shit in his hotel bathtub after drinking too much. (gasps) 
They were so disgusted and horrified. They took away his title and the prize money and the glory, obviously, for like, quote unquote, damaging hotel property, violating public order and good morals. Was there any evidence that he had anal beads up his butt? The story is so weird. I know, but I, yeah, I have no idea. There's no confirmation, but this is from The Guardian, so oh. I think they did their doo-doo diligence. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for this guy, all these rumors about him, and I mean, how embarrassing to shit yourself in the bathtub. This whole concept of, like, taking a shit feeling really good is kind of tied into, like, why we thought it would be important to talk about, like, having the perfect poo. Right, Because exactly. it should feel really good. yes. And actually, when I was looking it up, this website, this one was so dramatic, but I kind of loved it. She was like, functional bowel dysfunction is a silent epidemic. Oh, my God. I know. So many people are, like, struggling without, like, not having Jesus. a perfect poo. Yeah. yeah. I read, when I was doing research on the Bristol stool scale, Yeah, they were saying that, like, 80% of people experience diarrhea a lot of the time. Yeah. That sucks. That does suck. Yeah. Yeah, this website, she's sort of listing some of the, like, the horrible, unhealthy poo things. <gasps> this is kind of horrible, so I'm sorry. Tell me. Constipation, fine, I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. Incomplete emptying, also fine, I can deal with that. Fecal leakage. Ooh. Ugh. What is that? I don't know. Maybe, what, like, you, like, poop comes out of you when no. you, yeah, it just leaks out. Fuck. This is very specific. Escaping wind in the co-op queue. I mean, I think any cue would be problematic. I think this, this is like, oh, I'm t- I'm speaking for a friend or something like that. I'm asking <laughs> yeah. for a friend. It's like clearly this has happened to you <laughs> in the co-op queue, yeah. <laughs> um, and then rectal prolapse. Oh my god. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, that's like your rectum like falls out. <gasps> pushing, I think so because like you're pushing so hard and then you strain too much and then it starts to come out uh, your body. Oh my god. Yeah. Piles, which is uh, hemorrhoids. Jesus. Um, pain from anal fissures. What are anal fissures? Little cuts around the back passage. Jeez. It just reminds me of bubbly water, where it's just like fizzy <laughs> or something. Are you thinking of fizz? Fizz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are fissures. Oh. Yeah, yeah, different thing. How do you spell it? F-I-S-S-U-R-E-S. Okay. Yeah. We used to have this TV show in the UK called Embarrassing Bodies. And basically, as it sounds like, people would go live on TV to talk about their embarrassing health problem. Oh, my God. And in return, they'd get, like, expert advice. Amazing. Yeah, but it meant that people would go on there and have, like, anal prolapses, and you would, like, see it, and it was so graphic. They would show it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they showed everything. Good Lord. Because they were trying to, like, normalize all this. I mean, they're kind of doing what we're doing. Yeah. That's really nice, actually. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, so let's talk about the Bristol stool chart or the Bristol stool scale. It was developed at the Bristol Royal Infirmary, which is a hospital in Bristol, England. It's actually a pretty handy tool that you can use yourself uh, to track the color and consistency of your poop, but it's also used by doctors and scientists as well. How many individuals do you think actually use this chart? I think quite a lot of people. Yeah, especially if they go see their doctor. I think doctors will say, okay, like monitor your poops and use this scale so that you know like what is normal and what is not so that we know what how yeah, to go yeah, from yeah. here. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because there's seven different types of stools in the Bristol stool chart mm-hmm. um, that you can refer to. I guess you just really have to examine your, your shit mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know which one, which category you fall under that day. Yeah, That's really cool, isn't it? It actually is really cool. And I love that it's it's 
used by regular people and by professionals, like leading scientists and uh, hospitals and whatnot. Such as, uh, just an example of a leading scientist, in Jurassic Park, that woman, <laughs> that scientist, <laughs> when she like uh, discovers the dinosaurs and then she looks at its poo to see what it's been eating and to check its health, right? Oh my God, that's such a random mm. comment. Okay, yeah, no, I totally, <laughs> I fully support that. And we actually had a TV show called, I can't remember what it was called, but there was a doctor and she would go into people's homes and ask them what they were eating. Oh. And then she would ask them to like provide a poo sample as well. And then on TV, she would like look at their poo and like, you know, go through it with her gloves on. God damn. Yeah. And be like, oh, you're not eating enough fiber and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. This was on TV? Oh, yeah. But then there was a scandal um, because she wasn't a real doctor. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. She just had a passion for poo? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, I just can't believe how graphic some of the shows that you've described are, like in the UK. Like, they would mm-hmm. never show that. You can't even see tits in the US on any TV show unless it's like one of the late night TV shows. Yeah, we're very um, liberal in the yeah. UK, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it comes to poo. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about a couple of the poo types? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah? There's actually seven, so mm-hmm. we'll start with type one. Okay. And it doesn't go from like one's the best, the middle is the best, the middle's where the money is. So type one is separate hard lumps, so that's severe constipation. Mm-hmm. And then type seven would be liquidy consistency with no solid pieces, which is just straight up diarrhea. Yeah. Okay. So everything in between that is, like, milder versions, and then you get to normal, which is, like, uh, type 3 and type 4 are normal. So sausage shapes are what you're looking for with cracks on the surface or smooth, soft, sausagey snakes. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's so interesting. I highly recommend everyone look at the visuals as well because it, it definitely helps seeing what it's supposed to look like. So in the initial study when they were developing the chart, they had a group of people that they were like rummaging through their poo and they discovered that the majority of women had type 1 and type 2 stools. That's varying degrees of constipation. Oh no, poor women. Yeah. <laughs> As if it wasn't hard enough to I know. We can't even... Why? Why are we doing more constipated poos than men? Honestly, I think it has to do with the shame that we talked about. I think that women just, like, hold it in, and then Uh, that leads to constipation. Man, who would have thought the patriarchy would affect our poop? I know. I'm not surprised. Horrible. Yeah. And probably also because we're just so busy running around getting all the shit done. Yeah, I know. We're so successful. That we become dehydrated, and then, ugh... Yeah, yeah one horrible. thing leads to another, and then you're scraping your poop out of yeah. your butt with a fucking spoon. I'm sorry, what? Is that what you're... Wait. That's, that's, not, that's not what you meant to do when you're constipated. Okay, there is this fabulous podcast called I've Had It. If you don't listen to it, run, don't walk to go listen to their episodes. It's so good. But one of the hosts of the show, she said that after her pregnancy... She was so backed up, like wasn't pooping for days. She was so constipated that she put a spoon up her butt to try to scoop it out. Oh, my Jesus <laughs> Christ. I know. But, I mean, bless her for trying. I I stuck a finger up there before, and that didn't work to try to, like, scoop it out or uh, do something. Oh, God, I'm shell-shocked from that. That's <laughs> horrible. Spoon shock. <laughs> I know, but... It just sounds painful putting a spoon... Like, spoon? I mean, she just birthed a fucking baby. Yeah, but not out of her bum hole. Okay, well, out of an even smaller hole. I feel like it's like tit for tat for me. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, God. Okay. Anyhow, so with that initial study, they also noticed that most men have type 5 and type 6 stools, which are either um, like blobby, mushy consistency. So it's either lacking fiber as type 5 or mild diarrhea, which is type 6. So I don't know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Maybe they're pooping too much. I don't know. I don't care about them. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so wait, that the Bristol stool chart is what your poo looks like. Mm-hmm. Is there anything about the color? Yes. I have referred to this section in my notes as the shitty rainbow. Ooh. Have you ever had a weird color poo before? Um, not really. Oh, I mean, obviously beetroot poops. Oh. Yeah, the red ones. Oh, my God. But no, I don't, not, not particularly. Okay. But if I'm honest, I don't really look at my poos that often, so I don't know exactly what shade they are. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I think we all know normal stool colors are brown. The color brown is a result of what you're eating and how much bile is coming into your stool. And as we learned a couple of episodes ago, bile is a fluid that your liver makes to digest fats. So during the the process of digesting your food, it actually starts out as like a yellowishy green color. But then the pigments that give bile its color travel through your digestive system. And then they go through chemical changes and then turn brown. Oh, cool. Fascinating, right? It is fascinating. Okay, now we're getting to, like, the the weird colors. Okay, great. I should say that if your poop is a different color and it only happens, like, once or twice, it's like a one-off thing, then that's not really a concern. But if it's, like, persistently a weird color, then you should definitely go see the doctor. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Yes. Okay, so green poop. Sometimes it can be slightly greenish or, like, a vivid green but Ooh. that's quite normal, I guess. It it can happen because of certain foods or supplements that you're taking, like green veggies, like spinach or kale. Okay. Um, or green food dye mm-hmm. or even iron supplements. Okay. And then yellow poop, that's actually pretty common in babies, especially those who, like, breastfeed. If you have yellow poop and it looks greasy and it smells really bad, it might mean that you have too much fat in your diet. It just means that your body's not digesting food properly. Okay. It could also be that you have celiac disease, which means that your body can't handle gluten. Then there's white poop. I've heard about those, and secretly I would love to have one of those once. (gasps) Because how shocking. It would just be so weird. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's probably what a ghost poop looks like. (laughs) But no one can see it. Yeah, exactly. It just blends right in with the toilet. I've seen a dog turd that was all white. That's it. I think you told me this. Okay, so if your poop is really pale, it is likely that it's not directly due to a food. But medicines for diarrhea, like um, like Pepto-Bismol, for example, do you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Tastes horrible, though. Really? I don't mind oh, them. Horrible. Oh, my God. Yeah. I gotta stop saying, oh my god. Oh my god. I say it all the fucking time. Yeah, oh my I god. take it out a lot. <laughs> wow. So, a more serious cause for your poop being white is a lack of bile in your stool. Oh no. Yeah. The digestive juices or whatever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> They're not juicing. <laughs> it could be a pretty serious problem. So, there's like liver disease, hepatitis, like a lot of things that can affect the bile from getting into your body waste. So, you definitely want to see a doctor if you're having white poop. Okay. Because it could be quite serious. Okay, I'll remember that in case it happens one day. Oh, yeah. And then black poop. This is like the goth poo. Uh-huh. Yeah. As we've talked about previously, babies can actually poop black for the first few days. Yeah, you said it's like tar. Yes. Oh, babies are so gross. I mean, humans are just gross. Um, but no poop shame, right? No. 
Okay, so if you're an adult and you have black poo, it could be that you ate something really dark colored or took a medicine or a supplement that causes black poop. But this color can actually be like very serious. It could mean that there is like internal bleeding in the upper part of your digestive tract. Oh, I remember because you said that you talked about this in a previous episode where you said you had a black poo and you were convinced you were dying. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, this is a surefire sign of death. Uh-huh. But you were fine. I was fine. So certain foods like black licorice or blueberries, which is kind of random, and iron supplements can cause black poo. Okay. As well as Pepto-Bismol again. So. I thought the Pepto-Bismol gave you white poos. Well, they the internet says it's both white and black. Oh, someone's spreading some fake news then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's red poo, which you've talked about, like eating beets or tomato soup or red mm-hmm. drinks that can cause red poop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We should say that if you don't think that your diet is the cause of your red poo, it could be that it's blood. Like, if it's bright red, it could mean that they're... <laughs> I'm trying to get better. I'm like, 100%, like, you're going to die. I I have such bad health anxiety. So it could mean that there's bleeding in the lower part of your digestive tract. If it's red, you're fucked. Yeah, not necessarily. (laughs) I mean, it could have just been the beets. Yeah. Anyhow. And then the last poo color that I'll talk about is orange poo. I don't know why that just sounds like fun and flirty, but... um, (laughs) Does it? I don't know. It's just like, oh, like, what a surprise. Like a big old Cheeto in your toilet. Oh, Christ. Anyway, so food can create that color. So uh, carrots or pumpkin or sweet potatoes have like beta carotene in them. So it can actually turn your poop orange. Also antibiotics or antacids can, uh, I guess that there's like aluminum hydroxide that can actually turn your stool orange. Okay. Yeah. What I thought was really interesting is that like there's all this stuff about checking your poo health mm-hmm. by looking at the poo itself. Yes. But then recently... I don't know when exactly. I'm going to say like in the last few years, they've realized that like a really good indicator of the health of your microbiome, which as we talked about before, is a really good indication of overall health, Mm -hmm. is how long it takes you to poo from the moment the food goes in your mouth to when it comes out again. Right. Yeah. So it's not even like how regularly you poo, Mm -hmm. because that can vary for a lot of people. It can be like three times a day or three times a week. But yes, so how long it takes is a really good indication. And some of you might have heard of this. They developed the blue muffin test. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great, right? Yeah, I really like this one. So basically, you can either buy these blue muffins or there's actually a recipe that you can just do yourself, Mm -hmm. which we have to do. Oh, my God. Yeah, I really want to do it. Let's do it. (laughs) And then you eat two of these muffins for breakfast and they've got blue food dye in them. And then you just report back how long it takes for you to poop them out. So it's the Zoe Health Project, mm-hmm. and they're the ones running it. They're great. They do all sorts of stuff on the microbiome. So, yeah, you eat the two muffins, see how long it takes for you to poop them out, and then you fill in a short questionnaire and you get a poop profile. <laughs> Did you see that? No. Uh, that That's kind of, for me, such an incentive to do it. So they've got all these different poo profiles, and these are so cute. You can see it on their Instagram. So you've got, like, lazy poops. What's that? I mean, it doesn't explain these, so we're going to have to do the test so we can get a bit more info. Oh. <gasps> oh, because it says, hello, my name is Lazy Poops, and I'm going back to bed. And I've had that, like, last night. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, go on. I was so tired, and I was like, I'm not going to poop. And I was like, okay, just try. And I was like, Ugh. And I'm like, no, it's not <laughs> happening. Oh, whereas I have, like, because you know I have my 
my scheduled eight o'clock pee yes. in the morning. Sometimes like I'm really tired if I've been out, like last night I went out and then in the morning I poo and then I have to go back to bed and it feels so <gasps> nice because yes. you're like, oh, the poo's gone now, I can go back to sleep. Oh yeah, you feel like a weight is lifted. Oh, so nice. There's another poo called scaredy poop. <laughs> And this and and the, the the underneath is like and this makes me nervous. I don't know if that's people who are nervous about pooing. Oh, that's me. Oh, oh yeah. Shit, yeah. Because they're a little fraidy cat, scaredy poo. <laughs> These are so cute. There's thunder poop, and wait, it says, um, "Yeah, I'm here for a good time, not a long time." <laughs> I don't know what all these things mean. We need to do it so that we can find out more about the poop profiles. <laughs> but a storm pooper. Oh, so poops a lot. This is so funny, sir. <laughs> Don't be confused by the title. I'm just a regular guy. Oh, my God. Get it? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Oh, one other thing is that once you get your poo profile, they match you with a gut twin who has a similar <laughs> gut microbiome to no. you. <laughs> it's like dating. Right? I know. I know. <laughs> but do you think you would want someone with a similar gut or someone completely different if it was going to be a dating thing? I don't know. That's tricky. Because then if you're wanting to poop at the same time, that's the fucking worst. When you're living with someone and you have to poop at the same time, you're like pounding on the door. Like, if you don't get out of there right now, it's over. <laughs> Especially if you live with someone who takes longer to poop. Oh. You're kind of like, just get God. out of there. I'm going to be really quick. Jesus. Yeah. I know. I've literally, I've actually, I don't know if I've ever told anybody this, but I've had to pee so bad. And my partner has been in the bathroom and I've peed in a jar. Oh, that's fine. I've done that. Is it? Yeah, that's nothing to worry about. Oh, my God. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> anyway, so they connect you with other people who have similar poos? Yeah, but, I mean, that's not, like, the main point of it. The main point oh, is right. to get your poo profile. Yeah. So you can find out what kind of pooper you are. Yeah. And you can find more about your overall health by looking at your gut health. Yeah. But also, I think it's like if you eat and then you poop straight away, mm -hmm. it's apparently because your digestive tract never grew up. No. And what? it's like you've got the digestive tract of a baby. Jesus. And they didn't really explain it. <laughs> I was like, that's... Mm. In the previous episode, we talked about the fact that when that happens, that's not because you've eaten mm -hmm. and then you're pooping it straight right. out. It just right. eating triggers the need to poop, mm -hmm. which yeah. is apparently what happens to babies. Oh, my God. But it's nothing to be worried about. Okay. It's okay if that happens. You just have little babies. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they did find with the blue poo test that the shorter transit times were generally linked with better health overall. Right. Okay. Yeah. And less abdominal fat mm. and a healthier response to food. Okay. Um, and also, yeah, because if you've got a shorter transit time, then mm. you tend to have, yeah, I think we said this, like a, a, a better composition of gut bacteria. Okay. So another thing which you might know already about me and Liza is that we are big fans of the squatty potty. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, how you sit on the toilet is really important so that your rectum basically is at the right angle. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's important to have, like, your knees higher than your hips. Is that basically it? That's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I loved when I was reading about this, this website, it was like, if you're too poor to afford a squatty potty, just like have a stack of books. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's great. I found the perfect trash bin at Ikea. That's like the perfect height. Mm -hmm. So for a poor person like me, I don't have to use the squatty potty. Uh, because I think that's what we used to do naturally. Oh, yeah, because we used to squat right. when we were primates. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And people do that all the time when they're out camping and they poop. Sorry, I just said when we were primates. We still are primates. Oh, yeah. That's embarrassing. No, that's okay. You're smart <laughs> in general. But, like, when we were living in the woods and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're meant to squat. Yeah. 
But when I looked further into this um, getting in the right position on the toilet, mm-hmm. there was apparently this whole viral TikTok. I don't know if you saw this, where this woman give like a, gave a demo of what you can do. Oh. So, I mean, she's not actually pooing. She's just sitting on the toilet with her squatty potty thing. Mm-hmm. And then she shows how you can do like pelvic circles what? while you're sitting on it. Ooh, and that's it's sexy. Just, yeah, <laughs> I'm just gyrating <laughs> for Liza <laughs> to show her what I mean. Um, she's like, yeah, she's doing all these like pelvic circles. Which I was like, again, it's one of those things, like, maybe loads of people have got, like, little tricks that they Mm, do to get the poo out. Another website said that what you can try is to gently, like, if you imagine you're wearing a belt and you're trying to push it off your stomach, so you'd, like, be pushing your stomach Mm -hmm. out, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying right now. Oh, yeah, okay. So apparently if you sit on the toilet and try and do that rhythmically while making a noise, like... (laughs) I love this, like shh, or a long, slow growl or grunt, <laughs> which, which again, like harks back to us being primates. Um, that helps. Oh my God. And then, get this, it goes on to say that noises in low octaves activate the lower stomach slash diaphragm and Shut help up. move things down. No. That is like, that's like the brown note. We've got to talk about this at some point. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like brown music, uh, brown frequency. Uh, no, it no. It, it, oh. There's there's like brown sound, which is, it's like a lower frequency mm-hmm. that you can listen to, like to sleep. But the brown note is supposed to be like the note that makes you shit yourself. What? That's <laughs> yeah. a thing? I don't know if it's real or not. We have to Google it. But it was definitely in an episode of South Park. Oh, it <laughs> <laughs> well, must be true. It's got to be real if that's it was amazing. a cartoon show. Yeah, but so that's super interesting, the yeah. lower frequencies. But I I just, I would feel so uncomfortable, like, gyrating on the toilet <laughs> or, or making sounds or grunting or howling or whatever the fuck you're supposed to do. Can you imagine if you heard someone, like, growling oh, in the toilet? In the public toilet? <laughs> We're I, even at home. I mean, Dude, I have heard so many guys talk about how gross it is in men's bathrooms mm. where there's just dudes like grunting it's just like plop plop or oh. you know just like shitting themselves basically in well shitting into the toilet but just yeah. aggressively yeah my partner said the same thing he said oh. you can hear the sphincter noises uh, what <laughs> yeah. what does that even mean i don't know like puckering oh. fissures the anal fissures the f- <laughs> It's because all those like type, what is it, type four and five poos that men have that are more liquidy? Yeah. Maybe they're just noisier. Yeah, it's got to be. It's five and six, actually. Oh, so so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Who's counting? (laughs) I am. (laughs) I did have one more question for you, Liza. Yes. So in order to have the perfect poo, of course you need things like a healthy diet with Mm. fiber, lots of water, like exercise, but also you need to be like relaxed. Oh, yeah. Right. And I know for you, like being at home is really important. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that creates like a perfect poo environment for you? My phone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it it has to do with like disconnecting from what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Because when I have to poop, I'm not going to lollygag because I used to lollygag and it was so, so bad for my what body. What is lollygag? What? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I used to lollygag. Like, is that like gagging on a lollipop? <laughs> what is this? No, it kind of makes sense, but <laughs> shit, I never thought that that would be like a phrase you wouldn't know. It's to just faff about. Is that what you say? Like just fucking like around. Like procrastinate on the toilet. Yeah, where thing. you're just like, you kind of have to poo, but you aren't really sure. And you're like, 
I was going to say hemming and hawing, but I don't know if you know what that means either. Um, you're going back and forth like, ah, maybe I can poo, maybe I won't. And you're basically sitting there until your legs fall asleep. And oh, that's okay. when it's like, I need to get off the toilet now. Nothing has happened. Okay. Yeah. Do you poop with a phone? Um, I used to. Mm-hmm. And I think it was more just like, yeah, because then there's no pressure to poo. I mean, mm. I wait till I, I definitely know I need to poo and then mm. I go and poo. So it's normally relatively quick. Yeah. But now... I just think I'm trying not to be on my phone so much. So I have a book and I only read like two lines of the book at a time. But, you know. Yeah, what is that? Why does one feel the need to be distracted while they're pooping? I don't know. I think to feel relaxed. Yeah, maybe. Because when we go camping, then I don't bring anything because there's just the danger of like a phone or whatever falling in the poop, right? Oh, my God. That's my worst nightmare. The the worst. Have you ever had a phone fall in the toilet? No, have you? No. I would literally, I was just, We're recording. I, wouldn't, I would just leave it there. <laughs> you just like walk away and like, well, yeah. that's 400 bucks down the drain. Yeah, literally. or more. Or more, yeah. Burr, burr, burr. And now for your embarrassing poo stories. Okay, so here's my funny poo-related stories. So I <laughs> um, was going camping, and in fact, one guy on this camping trip that we went with, which was just, I think, two nights, nothing serious, he was a major hiker. He'd already hiked the entire Pacific Crest Trail, which Jesus. is wow. you know, like a four or five month hike God, from no. the north to the south end of the United States. So he was very serious, very healthy, uh, put together guy. And uh, he kind of helped organize this trip. And that's important background information for what's about to happen. So <laughs> one of the mornings, early morning, I think it was just... The sun was just starting to rise. It might have been about 5.36 in the morning. I was struck in with the need to poo. And uh, <laughs> we're out here in the middle of the woods. We're not at, like, an official campsite. So the way you poo is you got to go dig a hole. Um, and because this group is experienced backpackers, they follow the leave-no-trace protocol, mm-hmm. which makes it so that you leave no trace and one part of that is you do not leave your toilet paper behind you pack it out with you so you got to bring a little plastic bag or whatever to carry out your soiled toilet paper and anything else you might bring in with you uh to the campsite so i wake up i need to poo i realized i did not bring toilet paper (laughs) but i think okay my friend who's hiked the PCT and and who's always prepared, he will have toilet paper, surely. And (laughs) so I I go over to him. He's still sleeping. I kind of jiggle his tent a little bit and whisper, like, do you have any toilet paper that I can use? It's kind of an emergency. I really need to poop. And he's like, yep, in the outside pocket of my backpack there, which was next to his tent, outside his tent, he's like, there should be some wet wipes. I was like, amazing, wet wipes. Like, that's exactly what you want in this situation. Um, so I go in, there's a plastic bag, a Ziploc bag, with the wet wipes in it. I see, they look like, you know, kind of like a moist towel wet that you get in a restaurant, fold it up. What? <laughs> Wait, do you know? <laughs> do you know what I can get? You know where this is going? Yeah, I know. Into a little square, so it's a little square um, wet wipe thing. And I take it with me and I 
<laughs> the woods, I dig my hole, I poop. It's great. I reach for the wet white bag and I realize it's open. And I'm like, that's interesting. But, you know, maybe he's just used one of them and he, and he left the other one in there. So it's fine. And then I look in there. I take out the wet wipe. It's very neatly folded, perfectly creased, and looks fresh out of the factory, except uh-huh. it is a little bit brown. And so I look at that, and I, and I open it up all the way, and I go, okay, well, maybe he just used this to wipe his face or his dirty hands or something before a meal and thought I could reuse this because he's that kind of resourceful guy. Surely if he used it on his ass, there's no way he would fold it up so nicely and put it back into... That's so logical. It makes so much sense. I love that he really thought of this through. (laughs) But he forgot that people who hike also have to be really careful with how they pack things and like when you fold things, they take up less space. (gasps) That's a good point. Maybe that's why he folded it. That's so funny. Oh, God. Okay. This packaging, you know, he would just kind of crumple it up and maybe throw it in the Ziploc bag, but he wouldn't fold it up so nice and perfect. Plus, it's just a little bit brown. It doesn't really look like it was used (laughs) to wipe up shit. (laughs) So this is all the rationalizing I'm doing while I'm sitting there crouched with a dirty ass because I really just need to use this wet wipe. So I do use it, and I go back to the tent uh, you know, I, I cover my hole, I, I put the used wet wipe back in the, the Ziploc bag now, and I go to the tent, and I go, hey, um, those weren't used, were they? And he goes, which ones did you take? Like, the ones in the outside, he goes, oh, were they the ones in the Ziploc bag? And I was like, yeah. And he said, oh, yeah, well, yeah, those were used. No, so, no, God. That's the story. Oh. I uh, reused his. Uh, they were used on his ass. He so I, I reused his butt wipes uh, on my own butt. And you know what? I didn't feel that gross about it at the end because, like I said, he's a very healthy guy. He eats like, you know, a really great diet. He exercises all the time. He's like an ultra runner and he bikes. So I thought, you know what? If there's anyone to swap, gut bacteria with, oh my god uh, this yeah. is the guy oh my and god maybe maybe i'm healthier for it in the long run that's, <laughs> that's what i tell myself that's amazing he did like a fecal transplant yeah on himself <laughs> accidentally would you have i think if i went back and i thought maybe i had used someone's used wipe i don't think i'd ask to get it confirmed oh my god no i would just be like yeah it's done now. i mean i would need to know and uh-huh. then i would just blast my fucking butt <laughs> as much as I could with like antibacterial <laughs> or something. But that's a fair point that he made that his friend was so healthy and you yeah. know that if you could swap butt poo with anybody it'd be <laughs> it'd be him. It'd be him. And also the fact that it was only like a little bit brown and not like proper foot of shit means right. it was like a pretty clean tidy up. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jeez, that's hilarious. Thank you so much for sending that in. Yeah, that was so good. I love that story. <laughs> He's got a great voice for, for stories. Yeah, really detailed too. If you want to send in your embarrassing poo stories, please share them with us. You can go to our Instagram. Oh, yeah, just to clarify, if you don't feel comfortable recording yourself, it's definitely fine to just write it into us yeah. and then we can read it out. Exactly. Thank you so much and we'll see you next time. Happy pooing. Bye. Bye.